Seek 23 in downtown St. Louis. We are so excited to be here at the Seek 23 conference. I'm joined by friend of Covenant Network, Patty Schneier, and unexpectedly here to lead us off in prayer with our special broadcast is the one and only Father John Schneier. Uh, Father, take it away. Thank you. It's great to be here. I, I have a tendency of appearing out of nowhere. Uh, <laughs> it's great to be here. Uh, let's begin with Seek, so let's begin with prayer in the name of the Father, Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God, our Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for your coming among us at Christmas, and we give you thanks for the new beginnings of this year. We thank you so much for the gift of our Catholic faith and the ways that we are able to spread it to others. We pray that all those attending Seek and even just those passing through or even those listening or encountering Seek in any way, shape, or form might encounter you. We pray that all the people who attend here might become true missionary disciples, spreading your word uh, in thought, word, and deed. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Father Schneier, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, friends, we've, we are really excited about what's going to be happening here. Uh, today is the first day of the conference, That's and good. Patty, I don't know about you, but it's been electric here ever since they opened the doors. Oh, my gosh. So I got down here at 10 o'clock this morning, and we were helping to set up, and then at 2 o'clock they allowed people to come in. If you don't know what's going on here in St. Louis, this is Seek 23, the huge conference that's taking place here at America Center at the Dome and we are in this huge it's called Mission Way it's this big hall and there are so many people coming up, and we just had a group of young people come up from Ireland who are here. So awesome to meet them yeah. from all over. And it's just electric. There are so many different vendors in this big uh, hallway right now. We're just one of many. But it's exciting because right when you walk in, Covenant Network, we have a huge presence. We've got this great video screen. Um, we've got people coming up. We're doing cat quiz. They're spinning the wheel. We're giving them free stuff. And we're just engaging and encountering and asking people where they're from. And then we tell them about Covenant Network. So literally, it's just been nonstop since they opened the doors. And again, my son, Father John Schneier, just happened to walk up right as we're about it's to like, go. It's like Catholic Woodstock. Everyone's here. <laughs> Everyone's, Everyone's here. here. It's, it it's, it's going to be an awesome week. It, it really is. Will. And it young really is. and old, we've got children in front of us right now. They all want to come, and we've got the buzzers and the spinners. And it's just been awesome so far, and we have only just begun. Well, let's talk about what's in store for us this afternoon. We're going to be with you until 4.30 broadcasting live from SEEK. Uh, we're going to be joined in just a few minutes by St. Louis's own Archbishop Mitchell T. Rosansky our local ordinary and shepherd here, and uh, we are so excited for that. Later in the show, we're going to be talking with Nero De Silva from Focus Missionary, uh, Focus Mis Ministries, if I can get the words out here. Nero's a great uh, gentleman. We've had him on with us before. We're also going to hear during the program today a segment that we recorded and aired back in October on our morning show, Roadmap to Heaven, with a Focus parent, Andy Jocelyn. And why? Well, Andy in that interview talked about the impact that having a college student attend a focus event and then get involved in campus ministry and focus and then coming home how that changed their family so that is what's ahead that is what's in store for us today um, and uh, Patty, like like I said, I mean, there's just so much going on. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> well, right now we are just overwhelmed, not overwhelmed, but we're just excited to be here and to let people know about Focus Fellowship of Catholic University students. That's what FOCUS stands for. And there's going to be, what, 30,000 college students here? It, I think. it feels like there's already 30,000. Yes. I, I don't know the exact number, but I'll tell you this. If you are listening and you say, how do I get in on this? There's still time to go to Seek. 
www.focus.org and get a one-day pass, and you can come down. If you're in the uh, metro area, if you're in the Archdiocese of St. Louis, there's a special night of adoration. If you go to archsdl.org, there's more information about that. That's going to be on Wednesday night. Join us Wednesday for for adoration. It is absolutely fantastic. So let's do this. We're going to take a break now. When we come back, we'll be right here from the SEEK Conference, joined by Archbishop Mitchell T. Rosansky. You're listening to the special SEEK 23 broadcast on Covenant Network Catholic Radio live from downtown St. Louis at the America Center. Stay tuned. Happy Tuesday to you. This week on the Daily Dose of Encouragement, Patty Schneier is bringing us nuggets from the Perpetual Help Devotion. Patty, I look forward to today's nugget. Well, we are going through this beautiful devotion, the Mother of Perpetual Help Devotions, and sometimes we say them rather quickly. Some people maybe have never heard of them or ever prayed them before in their lives. Look them up, perhaps. They're on a Catholic app or just Google Mother of Perpetual Help Devotions. And as you read through them, they are truly beautiful. So here's a second nugget, more some of the prayers that we pray, it says, Mother of Perpetual Help, as a child, Jesus ran to you for comfort and reassurance. You did not see him as only a frail child. Moved by the Holy Spirit, you accepted Jesus as the Son of the Most High, the long-awaited Messiah. Following your example of faith, help us recognize Jesus in those we meet, especially the poor and the lonely, the sick and the elderly. Keep us always mindful, dear Mother, that whatever we do to the least of our brothers and sisters, we do to your loving Son. May his words live in our hearts and influence our lives and the lives of those we meet. End quote. I love this part of the prayer of the Mother of Perpetual Help Devotions. And when I pray these words, I am in my heart saying, Lord, give me the eyes to see you in every person I encounter today and every day. If you've got to go to the grocery store today, see Jesus in every person at the grocery store. If you're at work today, try to see Jesus in every person at work. If you are at home with your family, see Jesus in every family member. And consciously do this, make an effort to name everyone and see everyone as Jesus. So I'm looking at you, Adam, right now. You are Jesus right now to me, in front of me. And I want to honor you and cherish you and treat you with how I would treat Jesus. So let's do that today out in the world. It's just a nugget of truth from the Mother Perpetual Help Devotions. And uh, I think it's a great one for us to start the new year, start our week, and do whatever we can to see Jesus right in front of us wherever we are today. Well, we've got our marching orders. Now let's go out and do as Patty says. Patty, thank you for today's dose of encouragement. Act of faith. Oh my God, I firmly believe that thou art one God and three divine persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I believe that thy divine Son became man and died for our sins, and that he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe these and all the truths which the Holy Catholic Church teaches because thou hast revealed them who canst neither deceive nor be deceived. Amen. We are back. You are listening to a special Covenant Network Catholic Radio coming to you live, uh, live broadcast from the Seek 23 conference put on by Focus here at the America Center in downtown St. Louis. I'm Adam Wright, joined by Patty Schneier. In just a few, mo- uh, just a few moments, we're going to be joined by Archbishop Mitchell T. Rosansky of the Archdiocese of St. Louis. But until then, Patty, you know, I remember one of the first broadcasts you and I did together. We were talking about what's the point, and you know, th- th- that point that you were trying to instill in each of your children that you know they went. 
to mass every Sunday. And when they went off to college, if you got one word, <laughs> one word that they skipped mass on a Sunday, that they owed you about $70,000, <laughs> well, no. if I remember correctly. The point is, is that the college years are so important. It's when our young adults are making, for most of them, for the first time in their life, am I going to go to mass or not? Am I going to make the faith my own? And I remember saying to my own three kids, you know, let's just sit down here and let's just do the math of what we had invested in Catholic education for our kids. And we said, you know, we're doing this for a reason. We're doing it for a person, purpose. Why do we do all of this? Why is the purpose of everything that I do as a parent? It's so that you will be in heaven. It's so that you will make the faith your own, so that you will keep it and pass it on to your children. And I just wanted to let them know, you know, we're not going to fund and, and, and enable a lifestyle that is going to suck you out of the life of the church. I won't exactly. do it. I just wouldn't do it. So I wanted to be proactive. And so I said that to my kids as they went off to college. You know, the, if you cannot do this, this one little thing that, you've done, that we've given to you, we've passed the baton on to you. And if you don't want it and you want to ditch it, that's fine. But in all fairness... You would owe us the money that we've invested in you because it's an eternal investment. And I said, I want to return on my investment. <laughs> well, that's what's beautiful about things like this. I mean, you think about the travel costs, the lodging costs, the registration costs. It's not, you know, an expense. It's an investment in faith. And there's something, you know, we're in the still in the midst of the Christmas season. We're on the ninth day of Christmas. And one of my favorite things about Christmas is getting together with family, which we have done. I've gotten together with my extended family, with uh, my wife's family. But being here today is like being with family. Everyone is on a common mission. We're all united towards a common goal. I mean, I don't know how many people, Mississippi, Kansas, Washington State, Dublin, Ireland, Texas, beyond, and immediately we just start talking as if we've known don't each other forget, forever. Don't forget Kentucky. Kentucky. <laughs> Can't forget Kentucky. We've had so many people come up to our table. It's just been great. But the point is, of course, here at Focus, the SEEK 23 conference, is that this is a crucial time in the lives of these young adults. And to be able for all of them to come together and know that they are part of this big, huge movement of young people who are on fire for their faith, who want to make the faith their own, who want to pass it on, who want to be striving for holiness, um, it gives them a sense of, I'm not alone. Yeah. I am not alone on my college campus. I'm not alone in the church. Look at all these young people that are here. And so that's what the the focus is here truly to make missionary disciples of every single person that they encounter Jesus Christ and then they will go away from this experience and then go back to their college campuses, go back to their friends, go back to their families and be evangelists, be witnesses to the gospel and the joy, the joy that is here, which is contagious and then spread that. So. I'm just filled with so much hope because as I look out and I see all these young people, and again, they're just arriving. This is just the start of this whole week event. But I'm filled with so much hope because I think to myself, this is the future of the church right here. And it's here in St. Louis, and we are so blessed to have this focus event, this SEEK 23 conference here in our archdiocese. It's a moment of pride. It's a moment of, of joy and rejoicing. Um, as we kick off this week. I know. You know, 23 years ago, not to the day, but 23 years ago, St. John Paul II was in these very halls, and he celebrated what was the largest public indoor mass in North America at the time. And uh, this is 
probably the most exciting thing. I mean, there's been a Super Bowl victory since then in this building, but this is the most exciting thing I think we've seen here since St. John Paul II was with us 23 years ago. We're very happy to have with us now our local shepherd here in the Archdiocese of St. Louis, Archbishop Mitchell T. Rosansky. Archbishop, it's great to see you today. Adam, it's great to see you too, and to be here in the midst of all this excitement and wonderful celebration of our faith. And you know what? St. John Paul II is with us today. That's, That's right. He's Amen. with us here. No Amen. Doubt. Well, Archbishop, I think the, the burning question I've been wanting to ask you since we found out you were going to be able to be with us, what does it mean to you as the chief shepherd of this diocese to see so many young souls, uh, young at heart too, on fire for our Lord, traveling all the way to St. Louis, staying in these hotels, coming to this convention center to be with our Lord? You know, Adam, I've been hearing about this for over a year and about all the plans that were taking place and, and how excited that the focus missionaries were coming to St. Louis. And we are very, very happy that they're here and we're hosting them. And to walk around these halls already, just even before the conference begins, to see so many young people alive in their faith uh, is really just wonderful. And I believe for St. Louis, it will bring us lots of graces mm. with the prayers of these young people, with their enthusiasm for living the faith and for their willingness to go out and share the faith. Yes. Uh, that's what focus missionaries do on our college campuses, not only here in the United States, but also throughout the world. So we will have uh, people from other countries who will be here, too. Uh, representing the focus missionary efforts in their countries. And not just the focus missionaries, but then college campuses, they are sending their students here as well. So it is a huge event, and I'm again, we're so grateful to have it here in St. Louis. Oh, it is just wonderful for all of us to uh, be able to share in this. Now, we think about your predecessors, the 12 apostles who went out and changed the world, and we wouldn't be here if it weren't for them. We've got 500 from the, approximately 500 from the Archdiocese of St. Louis signed up specifically for the the Making Missionary Disciples track. And what a wonderful gift that is as we focus on evangelization in our archdiocese. What are some of the hopes you have for the fruit that will bear in our archdiocese and in our local community? I was talking to a gentleman some months ago who uh, told me that he and his wife and family visit different churches. They go to the different uh, Lenten Friday fish fries. Uh, his wife coaches soccer. And uh, he said, you know, in all of those times where we visited different places, nobody has said to us, do you want to join our church? Do you want to come to Mass? Mm. So I think as Catholics, what I'm looking for here is that we not be so hesitant mm. to invite people to share in our faith. Uh, we have so many gifts that are bestowed upon us in living out our faith in the church and to invite others to share in that is what the first apostles did. And look where we are today. I mean, having 17,000 young people come to St. Louis, plus so many others who are joining them, it, it's just so, so much of a blessing uh, to be able to share our faith in that way. That's what I'm looking for. Be ready to invite. Be ready to tell your faith story. Be ready to share that faith. And don't be ashamed about it. Don't be bashful. And that's on Wednesday night, the Making Missionary Disciples. And that is the for special a special night of adoration. Special night of yes. adoration. That's yeah. for adults and anyone who wants to come down here Correct. to the America Center. So we want to get that word out as best as we can. 
If you want to come down here, be a part of this, you don't have to be a college student. That's <laughs> you don't, you, anybody can come and can sign up and can come to that Wednesday night. It's going to be a uh, night of adoration yes. as well as the whole focus of uh, making missionary disciples. So we're excited about that too. Now, you know, archstl.org, by the way, is where you go to sign up for that. I believe there's a link on the homepage of the Archdiocese. And, and if not, uh, check out Covenant Network online, and we'll put the link out there for you. We'll find it and get it to you. But I'm pretty confident, archstl.org. Archbishop, one of the other things that you mentioned earlier is that we're under the patronage of St. John Paul II, who graced these very halls of this building, and, and what a gift that was. Um, let's talk for a moment about the power of prayer, because I know there are many in the Archdiocese who have said, I'd love to go, I just, it, it's not possible for me to go, but they can be part of this with their prayerful support. And what are some of the intentions we can be praying for, our listeners at home can be praying for, as the uh, community gathers for Seek 23 this week? You know, we gather this week certainly with a sense of great, great joy. There's a little tinge of sadness, though, for me in the passing of Pope Emeritus mm, Benedict. Sure. So I think our prayers should be for him who really served the church for 70 years, over 70 years as a priest, and who reminded us that the church is ever young. Mm. And so we think about Pope Benedict and we pray for him, too. We pray, too, for that spirit that our young people have of living their faith and being able to share that faith that that spirit will be infectious in spreading out to Catholics far and wide so that we are not ashamed to share our faith. We're not afraid to share our faith. We need to share what our faith is all about. I think of his beautiful last words, Jesus, I love you. And really at the core this week, that's what it's about, falling deeper in love with our Lord. Archbishop Rosansky, I want to thank you for taking the time for being with us on this live broadcast from Seek 23. Before we let you go, could I ask for your blessing for our listeners? Certainly, Adam. Thank you. And it's been a privilege to be here and to be part of this uh, Focus Seek 23 celebration this week. Loving and gracious God, as we gather on this day, we ask for your blessing upon all who will come to St. Louis to participate in this wonderful conference. We ask, Lord, that you touch the hearts of everyone so that they will be able to live their Catholic faith and to share their Catholic faith. May your blessing be upon us all, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Archbishop, thank you again. I know I've seen some of our wonderful seminarians from Kendrick Glennon Seminary meandering around the halls. We might have to get them to play our catequiz game later, and we'll report their scores back to you and to the uh, seminary <laughs> and, faculty. And Archbishop, you. if you want to stop by and spin the wheel, you are most welcome to do so. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. We're we'll going to take seeing you over these next few days. Yes. I look forward to it. We'll we're gonna, be here. We're going to take a break here on Covenant Network with our special broadcast live from the Americas Center as part of the Seek 23 conference put on by Focus. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this. A prayer for the gift of wisdom. Great is the wisdom of the Lord. God Almighty, your wisdom includes an understanding of what is fair, what is logical, what is true, what is right, and what is lasting. It mirrors your pure intellect. I entreat you to grant me such wisdom that my labors may reflect your insight. Your wisdom expands in your creations, displaying complexity and multiplicity. Your wisdom is an eternity ahead of man. May your wisdom flourish forever. Amen.
Well, welcome back to Covenant Network. If you're just joining us, I am Adam Wright, and we are so happy to be broadcasting from the Seek 23 conference here at the America Center in downtown St. Louis. I'm joined by Covenant Network friend Patty Schneier, and uh, we just had a moment to sit down with Archbishop Rosansky of St. Louis. We've got more to look forward to on this special broadcast. We do hope you've been enjoying the Christmas music we've been playing on the air, and we want to remind you that if you're on social media, follow at Our Catholic Radio, especially on Instagram. That's where we're going to be active this week. Now, why, why, why so much focus on focus, and pardon the pun here, uh, it, it changes lives and it changes families. And earlier this year, we had a chance to sit down with Andy Jocelyn, who is a focus parent, and to hear about the impact that focus had on his family. So as we begin this week here at the Dome together, we want to go back to this interview with Andy Jocelyn. Not too long ago, Dan Vonderhaar mentioned the driveway beer ministry out at Ascension Parish, and I've always been fascinated by it. So I'm very happy to have an associate member of the driveway beer ministry with us. Just a regular Joe, Andy Jocelyn, is here. Uh, but that's not what brings you in. It's it's not Dan Vonderhaar. It's not Ascension <laughs> Parish. It's not the driveway beer ministry. Certainly. It's the fact that your daughter is a missionary. So we've been talking right. a lot, and this week, uh, we've already talked about it once, the uh, Focus Seat Conference coming to St. Louis and the work that Focus does. And when it's amazing, uh, Monday we were talking with Steve Priest and Aaron Falbo about the, the power of relationship and that we all have a witness. Um, it's great to talk about that. It's, it's even better to hear the fruit of how that's happening in the real world. So, Andy, it's very good to have you with us. Thank you. It's good to be here. Now, as, as you and I were talking before the interview— I mean, you're pretty much every man USA. I mean, you, you, you married your love. You had kids. Um, you sent your kids to school. You're involved in the church. And then the, the story is going to take an interesting twist. But let's get to the background. How long have you and your wife been married? Be uh, 31 years in December. All right. And when you were married, were you a part of the Catholic Church? Yes, indeed. Although I took a little longer to get there, so uh, we were married, and I uh, was—I grew up in the uh, in a Presbyterian church, but uh, it wasn't until uh, she became pregnant with Lizzie, our firstborn, that I sort of had a a moment that I needed to really strongly consider wh- where we're going with this life, right? And so, uh, shortly after she was born, uh, I went through the RCIA program and was on Easter Sunday, uh, you know, brought into the into the faith into the full of the Catholic faith, and it's been just a, a wonderful 24-year journey ever since. Yeah, and so then in that time, Lizzie and her sister, you know, they're going to school, they're going to PSR, you're trying to raise them right, take them to church on Sunday, just like mm-hmm. any of us would, That's right? right. That's right, yep. And then she goes off to Mizzou, mm-hmm. and again, like most kids, they, they graduate high school, they go off to college. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where focus comes into play. So tell us a little bit about that. Sure. Yeah, she she's a, a bright woman that has, you know, a, a gift for the, the, the written word. And she was going into journalism school at Mizzou and, you know, had some career aspirations as account management, strategic communications, you know, all these different potential ideas. But uh, about her junior year, she met some focus missionaries there at Mizzou. And um, they were so welcoming and inviting uh, to just join them and participate in their activities and got invited to a weekend retreat. She said, why not? It's the Lake of the Ozarks. What, 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 what could happen, right? And so and I think that's, that's where... Pretty much everybody else. <laughs> oh, you want to go to the lake? Yeah, let's go yeah, to the let's lake. let's go to the lake. Absolutely. It sounds like fun. <laughs> so she goes to the lake. She goes on this retreat, and her life is changed. Yes. 
Yes. I mean, we talk about conversion moments all the time <clears throat> on the show and how many stories we've heard about retreats. So yeah. what yeah. happened when she came back from that retreat? Yeah. So what happened was really an encounter. And I think, you know, that the the thing that was missing from maybe her upbringing was just the relationship with the Lord. You know, I think uh, a lot of kids maybe are in that situation where they know a lot in their heads, but does he live in your heart? And I think th- that was the moment where she really had a switch where she just fell in love. She fell in love with who Jesus is and what he's done for us and what, you know, she needs to do in response to that. Now, you have more years of parenting experience under your belt than I do, but I've, I already noticed <laughs> my kids, you know, when things are starting to change in your life, you can really pick up on that and you say, oh, this is kind of it's kind of fun to watch here. I want to yeah. just sit back and let that unfold for a minute. <laughs> right. And, you know, and just enjoy it as a dad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What was that like for you to see her go through this conversion experience and then, you know, really start diving deep into her faith? Well, it, it was joyful um, first and, you know, second, challenging. And so the joyful response it was just to see how how much her newfound faith was meaning to her and what it meant to her to to really dive in and you know change her life you know change her friends change her approach to the world and i think the beautiful thing about focus missionaries is they are joyful people you know they are really embracing this call that the lord has for us to be happy in this life to really live life to the fullest. And I saw a real change in Lizzie in that respect. Now we've been talking about just like, you know, regular people. This is what happens in a lot of regular households. And one of those things is after the junior year at Mizzou comes the senior year at Mizzou comes graduation. Sure. And the big question of yeah. what's next. So where yeah. did Lizzie go after Mizzou? I will add one stop along the way because she did a summer internship at the Catholic News Agency in, um, in Colorado. And so She's a gifted writer, and that's that was her summer internship, and that you know I think even further solidified from a, uh, a knowledge perspective, you know, her deepening Catholic faith. But as she got closer to graduation, she was invited by Focus to interview to become a, a missionary, and so she went to interview weekend, and and they call it discernment, just like any other vocation, right? And so she did the the weekend retreat and and interviews, and and then discernment period comes, and I think you know she never really had a doubt that it was going to be her first job out of college was to be be a, a focused missionary, and so when she came to us, to me and my wife Nan. You know, the first reaction was, well, I'm not terribly surprised because you've been investing all this time and energy into this organization, but I also just paid for your college. And so, like, how is this going to work? You know, I had a lot of questions about how this actually, you know, works and and how they fundraise and and all the details behind it. But I, I was quickly you know, reassured by all of her answers that she knew exactly what she was doing and that this was a fantastic move. Now, God works a little different than the world would work. So we talked about just sitting back and watching our kids and saying, oh, this is really interesting. This is really great. And having some questions along the way. Mm -hmm. God's not content 
to stop there and just say, well, I've changed Lizzie's life, and uh, we're just going to leave it. You know, Andy, you're, you, don't worry, I'm not coming for you. No, that that <laughs> was not the case at all. At that point, through your daughter, who's now in the mission field, our Lord started going after you in a deeper way too, right? Indeed, he did, and still is. And I really enjoyed Father Mike Schmitz's uh, talk at the Seek First, you know, to get us really excited and interested in this because, you know, his main message was Jesus wants to get in your boat, just like he did, you know, Simon Peter. And, you know, Jesus got in our, in my boat, in my, in my wife Nan's boat, to really start, you know, casting nets in different ways. And so, you know, this this also was the year of St. Joseph that Pope Francis uh, put out there um, in 2020. And so it, all this began to really work on me. And I think, you know, St. Joseph actually started working on me as well. And, you know, he was using other vessels to, to do this. But uh, w- one um, late night, I, I woke up at four o'clock in the morning, couldn't get back to sleep. And and so I get up and I, I really sort of had this moment of, of clarity where, where God was taking me next. And that was... Uh, in a two-page summary, um, just a, a, a men's group uh, of working dads that I would invite some friends to and, and see how it turns out. And, and so I came up with the name Regular Joes. You know, it's a 7 a.m. Friday morning deal where we drink coffee and, and just talk and then you, you use a, a format of education in our faith on the formed uh, app and website. And and so with that sort of inspiration, I made about 20 phone calls and, and now we've got, you know, five regular Joes that meet every, you know, Friday morning and it's just a blast. You know, I think that's one of the things that's beautiful because sometimes we get terrified. If God's calling me, he's going to call me to be like the Pope or he's going to call me to be like the Archbishop <laughs> or he's going to call me to go out and do the like the apostles and go to far off places and, and, and leave and, and mm-hmm. go away. Mm-hmm. And some people, yes, he is going to call them to do that. But a lot of us, he's calling to live our faith in our average everyday ordinary life yeah, as, a, as yeah. a regular Joe. Right. And I travel for a living. And so, you know, this, what this is really helpful for me personally, too, is just to, to really feel more a part of the, the local community, right, and, and our parish community in particular. And, and so, you know, we have a surgeon, and a financial planner, a lawyer, a couple of guys that work in the pharmaceutical industry like myself. And we're just, you know, working, you know, we all are very accomplished professionals, but we know that that's not what this life is about. You know, it's just put in really proper context of uh, how we can then evangelize in our jobs and in our, in our, you know, the people we come in touch with at work. Did you have any idea when Lizzie calls you and, or, you know, I don't know if she called, texted, emailed and said, hey, by the way, I'm going on retreat. Uh, we're going down to Lake of the Ozarks. That <laughs> this is where your life would be now, several years later. Heavens no, but isn't that part of the fun? Yeah. Would you um, change it for anything? No, no, no. I'm, I, we're we're extremely proud of both of our girls, of course, and we're just happy that Lizzie has found you know her personal expression of her faith, and that she's helping other other people get there too. I mean, this think about you know uh, kids that go to college right now, you know. It's a tough. It's a it's a tough environment sometimes, right? And and the culture is really pulling hard. The university systems are pulling hard in a very different direction than our faith would teach. And so, you know, to have that outlet, to have friends to walk with you that that want the best for you, that only want only for for that deepening of 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 their faith journey, is a real blessing. And so we just feel like we're on mission with her, and that's 
that's what the focus, you know, model is really all about. Yeah. Wow. Well, I want to thank you for taking the time to sit down with us, Andy. Before I let you go, I just have one last question. Mm-hmm. What would you say to the dads listening right now? If you, if you just had one nugget, you know, it doesn't have to be the greatest nugget in the world. It doesn't have to be the worst nugget in the world, but just like one nugget for a regular Joe dad driving right now, hearing us talk. Yeah, I think it's be, be open to be inspired by your own kids and, you know, welcome that and, and, and dive into it with them because we're, we're so often challenged as fathers to be the answer man and to be, you know, the strong one with all the, 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 the guidance out there. But at the end of the day, we're humans. And to be vulnerable enough to learn from our children and, and rec- recognize that that's where God is pulling us, I think that's, that's what I would, I would say. That's a wonderful way to end this segment together. Andy, I want to thank you for coming by our studio. Thank We're you. going to take a break here on Roadmap to Heaven. Stay tuned. Well, we're not going to take a break. Actually, we're going to come back live here to the America Center in downtown St. Louis where we have Roadmap to Heaven live at Seek 23. We are joined by some wonderful students here all the way from Texas, at Texas State University and Angelo State University. So, uh, Alexis, tell us a little bit about yourself. What brought you to St. Louis? Um, oh, this is really loud. Um, so I'm Alexis. I'm from San Angelo, Texas. Um, a little bit of what brought me here was to, I guess, open up my faith and um, get to know my religion more. I'm uh, originally a cradle Catholic. Um, ended up going to church every other Sunday, not practicing, um, I guess, consistently. So I'm here with um, a lot of, I think like 34 of us are here from Angelo State. Um, so I'm hoping to open and build a relationship with Christ and um, just ask for guidance as um, he leads me in his path and in his direction. Beautiful. All right. awesome. Wonderful. And then from the Fund for Vocations, What's your Elizabeth. name? Please tell us a little bit about yourself. My name is Elizabeth Latham. I'm here from the Fund for Vocations, which is a foundation, which is a foundation that takes care of the student loan debts of college students who want to become friars or nuns or priests. Data has shown that over half of the people who want to become religious are unable to right away because of their debts. Sure. So our foundation will take on the monthly payment. Awesome. All right, we've got some other young people that have just stepped up to the table. We want to introduce you to tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello, my name is uh, Paulina Kumpian. I'm from Texas State University in San Marcos, Texas. And uh, I'm originally from Eagle Pass, Texas, which is on the border of Texas and Mexico. Mm -hmm. So um, what really brought me here, uh, first of all, I had invited my boyfriend a couple months before. And we kind of looked at the prices and we're like, oh, we don't know if we could do that. So um, later on, uh, after like a really like bad day, I got a call from him saying that he was going to go to seek, uh, that he got some help, and that he called me and he was like, well, maybe you can get some like help to help you come to seek, and it'll be a great experience, we'll be there together, and you know, it'll be great. Um, and so I was like, I don't know, like it's been a bad day, I really don't want to go out, I just want to stay in my house, I just want to sleep and just cry everything <laughs> out. And he was like, you should just go try, just try. So I did, uh, I talked to one of the missionaries, and she was able to set me up, and I, so and it helped me you through are. the process, and yeah. here I am, here with my 
boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. And here to open up our faith and ask God, like, where he wants me in this journey, in this life. Beautiful. Well, I don't know much about what they call the state of Texas, but I know in Missouri we're called the Show Me State. And I can't wait because God's going to show us what he has in store for you over these three, day, three days. So, Alexis, Paulina, Jose, and Elizabeth, thank you for joining us. We're also very happy to be joined right now by uh, Nero De Silva from Focus. In 2008, Nero's life was transformed by Jesus when he converted to the Catholic faith from atheism. While involved in campus ministry at the University of Virginia, he learned to live as a Catholic and wanted nothing more than to share the faith with other college students. Uh, served after college as a focus missionary at Columbia University, where he met your, his now wife, and uh, then became a regional director and got married, and then came back to focus not too long ago as the director, if I remember correct, director of focus retreats. Yeah. So Nero, it is so good to have you with us. I know we've had you by phone before, but yeah. it's good to meet you in person. I know. Thank you, Adam. It's so good to actually see you in person. <laughs> so as you hear these college students that were just with us, especially saying, you know, I was on the fence and I don't know, and maybe I'll go, maybe I won't. What is your hope for that college student? Because I know that there are many here that are like, well, I don't know what we're going to get out of this, but we'll go to focus. Yeah, that's amazing. It just takes me back to my experience, and I just hope they say yes to the next thing, whatever that is, you know, because there's so much that's going to unfold in their lives over the next few years, and this is just one yes towards that journey. And if they do, oh, my goodness, there's just so much that God's going to unpack in their lives. Absolutely right in that it's a series of small yeses mm -hmm. and just them being here is that first yes mm -hmm. and then opening their heart to the Lord who knows what what God has in store for them. Oh yeah, I was just reflecting on some of my old Sikh experiences and now just thinking of what has happened, what has transpired since then. It's just insane. And I couldn't have even possibly said yes to it if I knew all of the things in that one moment. But just that one simple yes that God was inviting me to, wow, I just really hope that that grace is unpacked, unfolded. Now, I think back to my time working with young adults and working in high school youth ministry, and we always knew that when we went on retreat, that something great would happen. It was just a question of, Lord, what will that be? You know, we, we didn't know what it would be, but we knew that if we waited, uh, there's a beautiful saying in the Eastern liturgy, it is time for the Lord to act. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's how I feel right now. We're not even to the first session of Seek, <laughs> uh, but I'm like, it, it, the, the haze is pouring in from yeah. the, the main room and it's, it's time for the Lord to act. So what can you tell us about expectation that, that you and the staff at Focus have? I mean, there's so much unknown about what will happen, but we know who's going to be speaking. We know that we, it's not the first seat conference, but what do you ho hope to see happen here in St. Louis? Oh, wow. You know, I just think that there's going to be so much joy. I think that is one thing that is a real tangible experience that so many of these students can take back. And what stands out in our culture today is just the intense, authentic joy. People singing, dancing, just being themselves and feeling that freedom mm. to do that. So I think that's huge. And then the, the, the other thing is just to see beyond that joy, to see beyond these people and to see God. And that's really when you can start to connect with what is really the source of this and how right. to take it on and live it out throughout the rest of your time. Yeah, I'm feeling this joy, but why am I feeling this? Yeah. And then when you connect it with God, that he is the source of all joy mm -hmm. and love, 
then it's contagious. Yeah. Now, you, you mentioned seeing beyond, and that's actually something we, in, in the notes they gave us when they said, hey, we'll get Nero to come talk with you, <laughs> uh, that there's actually going to be a, a Bible study coming up with Focus. There's the Lenten Bible study, and I understand there's a, some more biblical things in store for everybody here this week as well. Oh, yeah. This is so exciting. You know, I've been able to talk to Dr. Sri and Curtis about this Bible study for some time, and one thing that they've really expressed is, as Catholics, we tend to have this, like, almost like uh, quilt work, patchwork understanding of the Bible. We have these little stories that we know, but we don't see how it all connects together. And what Curtis and Dr. Shri are going to do is host this Bible study for 12 weeks, uh, especially during Lent. This is from January 23rd through April 10th, which is Easter Monday. And it's gonna, they're going to walk us through uh, the story of salvation to put all of those little pieces together to see the narrative thread. And that is just going to be huge for the church, uh, for all Catholics being able to bring that all together. Is this online? How, does, how do people get in touch with this? Yeah, totally. You can look it up on focusequip.org slash Lenten study. And you'll find all of the information about it. It's completely free. Uh, you will get a link when you register on that website uh, to be able to uh, view Curtis and Dr. Shree sharing these things, which is amazing because you get two of the, the world's leading evangelists coming to your home, coming to your church, to your parish. And we hope these are all different avenues that you're going to be able to, to invoke this kind of Bible study, to run it with a small group and not just have the seek experience, but have the power and encounter of this kind of experience right where you are. And would you say that this is not just for the college age? Is it geared just toward college students or is it geared towards adults as well? This is especially geared towards adults in the parishes. This is really the way that uh, I, I think Curtis said, like, he's heard so many people say, I just wish we had focus when I was in college. Yes. <laughs> I'm thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the response. Like, okay. now we're there. Now we're bringing everything that we've learned, everything that we train these missionaries in, we're bringing it to you through this Bible study. Awesome. All right. Well, let's talk about this before we let you go. I mean, we're, we haven't even begun yet. The doors to the main session haven't opened. Yeah. Uh, what's in store tonight? And then what do we have to look forward to this week? Uh, for everyone attending Seek. Oh, that's great. We're going to hear from amazing speakers. Uh, we're going to enter into... I, I, the best way to start is with Mass. And so I think just seeing the beauty of this liturgy, see all of these priests, to see bishops, that's one of the most powerful moments for me. The it's opening just seeing Mass. All of the... You're like, oh man, like, yeah, there's a few priests. and Oh, there's a few more. Oh, it's mm -hmm. never ending. <laughs> I think it really helps you see yeah. just the unity of the church, the diversity of the church, yes. the breadth of the church. Absolutely wonderful. Well, Nero, we want to thank you for taking the time to be with us on this broadcast. Patty's got one more question, question for you. Yeah. I want to know, you said you went to SEEK conferences when you were younger. What is one of your favorite SEEK memories? Oh man, well, it's hard to beat... Uh, the moment that the hour that will change your life by Father Mike Schmitz. That was from a few conferences back then. I remember at one point, um, my parents are from Sri Lanka, and I have some friends and family that are in that country still. They don't have anything to do with focus, but I shared that video of the hour that will change your life with someone, and they wrote back saying, My life is completely changed just by watching this video. No kidding. It was amazing. Awesome. Thanks all for right. sharing that. Well, Nero, we wish you and the staff of Focus all the best. We've been praying for you. We're going to continue to pray for you. I can't wait to get started tonight. And, I, you know, I know the Lord's going to bless us with a great week. And I just can't wait. So. And I want to thank you. I want to thank you for all the work that you've done and put into this in, in any way, shape, or form to make this happen and to bring it here to St. Louis. Thank you so much. Thank you. 
All right. Well, friends, if you're just joining us, uh, if you're tuning in, we're bringing you a special broadcast. We're going to be here with you uh, throughout the week, coming to you live from the Focus Seat Conference in downtown St. Louis, Missouri, which is really a worldwide gathering as we've met so many people from across the country and across the world gathering here to be with our Lord. Uh, we want to thank you for tuning in. Patty Schneier, i got to tell you, I am, uh, you know, the, if we, you and I normally do the daily dose of encouragement together, this is like the, uh, the, the triple whammy of encouragement just this time we've spent together this afternoon. So I know there's so much more in store. We are here all week. We are all here right, all yeah. week together. And, and if you're listening and coming down, we're on Mission Way at Booth 123. As we say, Finding Covenant Network is as easy as one, two, three. Uh, but seriously, please pray for the conference. Please pray for us. Please pray for everyone that is traveling here, that they have safe travels. We're going to take you back to uh, one of the beautiful things of Covenant Network this time of year, our Christmas music. And uh, so we're going to do that. And Patty and I will be back with you tomorrow morning for a special live edition of Roadmap to Heaven from right here at the Focus Seat Conference. Until then, thanks for being with us this afternoon. Patty, thank you for your time with us. And uh, we now return you to our Christmas programming.